I'm Zach. I'm Roy. And this is Advice Hot Dog. Roy, have you ever noticed how uh, every time you want to you want to talk a lot, like say if you're recording a podcast, that uh, that's the moment that your throat picks to fill up completely with phlegm? Yeah, I have noticed that. It's kind of full of phlegm now. What do you do about it? You swallow. You gargle some rubbing alcohol. <laughs> you do a couple shots of hydrogen peroxide. No, you do some jello shots. That usually clears it right up. Did you ever... Uh... I was under the impression when I was a kid that if you poured hydrogen peroxide into a wound and it bubbled, that that meant that the wound was infected. And so oh, I was really? like, oh, yep, because hydrogen so you peroxide a witch. only bubbles when, uh, when it comes into contact with an infectious agent. Huh. Oh, why does it bubble? I just uh, thought it was a cool thing. I don't know. Or it's fighting the, the, the bad guys, the, the germs. Yeah, but how would it know? How would some? I don't know how it knows. That's why it's magic. Germs. My mother always said it was magic. Oh, yeah. Now we're gonna pour some magic on your wound. Mm. Is it just because she doesn't understand how science works? <laughs> no, it's it's because it was magic. What have you uh, been why, up to? Why are you disparaging my mother? My mother knows about science. Okay. Yeah, she she knows about about Pluto not being a planet. <clears throat> See, phlegm. Mm -hmm. I gotta take a Jello shot. You should ask your mom what to do. Your mom would not recommend that you take a jello shot. No, I don't probably think. not. I've met she, her. She'd think I was maybe an alcoholic. Yeah. You mean she would know? Sure, sure. That you were definitely an alcoholic. I mean, now I think she's uh, somewhat resigned to the fact that I am because uh, they never have any beer at their house. Mm -hmm. And whenever Corinne and I visit, um, she tells me very, very, very poignantly that we bought some beer for you mm -hmm. uh -huh, so that you can have it breakfast we also put the rubber sheets down on the bed because i know what you do in there <laughs> yes exactly um hey well she's got to be upset with you about something now that she can't be upset about the premarital sex anymore no things are are good now that i'm married i can do whatever i want wow yeah yeah do you have to tell her about it though i mean your mom i i did tell her that Presumably, if you're doing stuff to your wife, you don't have to tell her about no, it. No, no, I don't tell unless her about you're doing a real, unless but, you're doing a real But I do keep a very, job. very uh, careful journal that where I uh, tell my diary about all that. Ooh, is it, is it, do you have a special encryption code or anything? Yeah, I write it backwards, mm -hmm. and I use three different languages and random places. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So your mother can only read a third of it. Sure. Okay. I yeah. Good deal. Mm -hmm. Your mother I have, speak I have a hard German. time. Uh, Wait, I'm assuming they're English, Spanish, and German because those are the languages that you speak. Listeners, did you know that Roy speaks three entire languages? Not well, mind you. No, he speaks all of them well. No, I don't. Don't let him, don't no, let him no. try to tell you I that get, he doesn't speak them well. Tied. He won't understand it. You get yeah. swung that, That's tied? kind of you to say, to say mm -hmm. that I get tongue-tied. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was demonstrating my chops. Have you ever had a jello shot? You've had a jello shot. Yeah, they're gross. Yeah. I, I mean, say they're gross, they're just not good. No, it's it's like oysters, right? Uh for people who like oysters, you're supposed to just take an oyster and swallow it whole without chewing it up. See, I like I like oysters and I like to chew exactly. them up. Exactly. Well, I mean, I'm in the category that I like oysters. I like to chew them up and then I swallow them. Um, but jello shots you're just supposed to swallow, right? Without chewing it up. And I like chewing up jello. I like chewing it so that I can squish it around in my mouth and make mm -hmm. that cool sound. Yeah, but then it tastes like gross Everclear. I like oysters. Oh. I don't chew. Let's go ride bikes. Okay. Uh, hey, but before we go on a bike ride, Roy, let's have a cocktail. Let's have a cocktail. 
So this marks a first for Advice Hot Dog. We've got a uh, cocktail that was actually suggested to us by a listener. Yeah, and I, I like that idea. Yeah. If, if uh, listeners have any more cocktail suggestions, it'd be great to try new cocktails that people recommend. Uh, what This was recommended to us by listener KP. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Plump-a-Lump KP. Uh, oh, we, we got a few uh, suggestions. Well, we got one suggestion. Which, which was what? what? Matt says that he thinks of himself as a hot dog eater. Oh, and I see. So we we are providing hot dogs mm-hmm. of, and he of nourishing, them. nourishing wisdom and kindness. Mm-hmm. And Matt is eating all of them. Uh, that's what he claims. He's hogging them. He's not yeah, allowing he's anybody not else to eat. Our he's wisdom. like that Japanese guy at the Nathan's contest every year. Uh, I once uh, I once talked to this girl. Nathan's contest. Nathan uh, Fillion, who has a, a contest has to see a hot who, can, dog eating contest. who can dress the most like other Firefly characters. No, Nathan's famous hot dogs. They have that 4th of July uh, hot dog eating they contest. They can't be that famous. I've never heard of them. It is famous. I saw it in that hot dog doc- documentary I watched called A Hot Dog Program. <laughs> is it? Uh, That's how I know all my hot dog info. It's like Gray's Papaya. They have that television show about it called Grey's Anatomy. That's yes. all about what a famous uh-huh. hot dog yeah. hot dog show it is. <laughs> sure. Uh-huh. Um, so this week's cocktail uh, is the uh, French seventy five. French seventy five. <clears throat> it has the same name as some sort of uh, some sort of large caliber rifle that they used a lot in World the, War One. The French that used. the French used. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's supposed to have enough kick, just like the French seventy five. Mm-hmm. It's a good uh, a good gun to shoot at uh, people while you're running away. Am I right? No, I'm not right. Uh, so this cocktail is uh, two parts gin, one part simple syrup, one part lemon juice. Shake that up, pour it over ice, then add four parts champagne. Or in our case, we're using the Spanish version of champagne, which is called cava. Which is actually Spanish for cave. Uh, because it's grown, it's made from grapes it's grown, grown in, in caves. caves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're actually mushroom grapes. Mm-hmm. Yes pretty good delicious this cocktail is pretty good i can see i'm already uh it does have a punch i'm already starting to get a little swimmy faced i'm already i'm (laughs) getting a great description david schwimmer face uh-huh yeah you want to direct a film i do what kind of film did david schwimmer direct he's directed a bunch of films Uh, i can't think of any right now but listeners look him up uh what's what's the name of the guy who played chandler uh horatio sands oh yeah yeah uh will sasso Uh uh-huh I'm getting sasso faced. That's uh, good. Th- do you think that? Uh, do you think that the cowboys, after they're uh, when they're when they're sitting around doing their rodeo duties, they say, "Hey, uh, after we're done with this lasso, and let's go do some sasso." And yeah, that's yeah, what they say. Throw back the sasso. They want to get drunk. Mm-hmm. Hitting the hitting the sasso. This is a good cocktail, KP. Thank you for pointing yeah, this out. Yeah, it's a good cocktail. Uh, it'd be rough to drink uh, a lot of regularly, it, right? though. Well, because I mean, how you once you open a bottle of champagne, that's kind of it, right? You yeah, have to... it it uh, goes bad. Yeah. You have to drink it all. It, it's kind of like uh, opening up a bottle of cocaine. You have to use all of it. Right. The, like the whatever right... amount of of uh, champagne you have is the amount you're going to use. Yeah. The, the 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 amount that you have is the right is the right is amount the right of champagne amount. to drink tonight. Actually, it's not enough. Is is what amount that is? Why do you have some more? Somewhere? It's just never. Do you, have, enough. do you have another bottle of champagne? Somewhere? I do actually. We I cool. brought two. Yeah. Uh, but so we used most of one bottle of champagne making four of these cocktails. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a thing you could drink by yourself. It's maybe something you could whip out at a party. Sure. You could have yeah, it make I, it for you at a bar. I never good, think of good that. Good to whip it out. See, I just drink alone at home all the time. Right. And yeah. I, I slap the sides of my face and go, ah, I'm alone at and home. drinking. Mm-hmm. I should move out. 
Yeah. <laughs> I should move into a bar. <laughs> I could sleep. I, I thought you uh, you had to go home, right? From don't bars say that? Bars say you don't. No, they say you don't have to go say, home, yeah, you, but you can't live here. You can stay here. You don't have to go home. Mm-hmm. You can't sleep under the pool table. I think there's a mouse. <laughs> or there's a bat. A bat. Do you remember that? Uh, at uh, your old house, there was a pool oh, table. Yeah, there and was then a there bat. was this. The, there was the, a bat that died, and then there was just this dead bat under the pool table for a really long time. And it dried up. Yeah. I still have it, actually. Cool. Yeah. Uh, did you did you put it in the freezer next to the cat's balls? No, I didn't. That's a funny story. I don't know that it's really a funny story. It's an interesting story. We uh, we had a... Oh, when, you're going to tell it now? Yeah, back when Roy and I lived together, we had a okay. cat, and we took him in to get his, his nuts cut off. Yeah. And we had decided that it'd be funny if we asked them if we could keep the nuts mm-hmm. so we could see what they look like. And, and, uh, and they told you it wasn't that strange of a yeah, request, the, right? She was like, yeah, a lot of people, you'd be surprised how many people ask for that. Did you bring like a baby food jar or something? And I looked down, and I'm like, uh, yes. It was a caviar produced jar. a baby food oh, I thought it was a baby food jar. No. Wow, that baby's lucky. <laughs> Yeah, he was born with a silver spoon in his mm-hmm. mouth, and the silver mm-hmm. spoon was laden with caviar. Mm-hmm. Delicious, babies um, love caviar. So yeah, this cocktail is pretty delicious. You know what we didn't do? Wait, is, you're uh, not going to finish telling the story? Oh yeah, that was it. We put them in oh. the freezer. Oh, oh right, oh right. The, there's, there's, there's the funny more. part of the story. We put them in the uh, when I went back. Well, to you pick labeled up the, them, I, right? No, they labeled. They them. labeled them. They labeled the jar uh, casseroles, pride and joy. Casserole is the name Casserole of the cat. Is the name of the cat, which honestly is probably a funnier story than them being named the the pride and joy. Sure, we should tell the story of how we named casserole. Uh, we flipped a coin. It was either going to be casserole or gas mask. Yes. Yeah. Um. We should Mo- tell the story of how... Was Casserole the one that we found? Casserole was on the roof. Okay, yeah. but not the I, one that we found After the, the bar, vent. we came home from the bar, and there was a rainstorm, and then we heard the... That's what we thought. We thought it might be another cat that was stuck in a vent. Yeah, because that, that ha- that's a better story. The, the neighbor lady came over once and was like, hey, can you help us? Uh-huh. And we went over there, and the thing that they needed problem with was that their stove was meowing. Uh-huh. Um, and it turns the out was a, meowing. a kitten had fallen into the stove vent and was and couldn't was, get out. Okay, I couldn't get out. Yeah, and <laughs> so, we pulled it out. Here, your vents had kitten. Uh, there you go, little guy. Yeah, I'm saying that to the vent. <laughs> Sorry, let's get right. that. Let's You're get proud. this tumor out of you. So uh, we we took him down and uh, we decided at the time we should name him right now and the two choices that we came up with were casserole or gas mask and i think we went with the one flip right mm-hmm. that cat's okay. a son of a bitch he's really great and people love him mm-hmm. i don't love him he's really he's loud yeah i have a ton of recordings of him meowing on my phone huh yeah i know Maybe we can insert some of those so one of listeners those people. can experience it too. It's like, yeah, boy, I can't I wait till have... you have kids. You're gonna, you're gonna carry around pictures of your, like, the, the, this oh, is my listen to what puking. it sounds like when my kid farts. Yeah, and isn't just, that great? Yeah, and then you're like, wow, the phone, your phone really smells bad, Roy. And you're like, yeah, yeah I, I accidentally got too close once. <clears throat> so we didn't uh, in the in the pre uh, having a cocktail segment. We didn't really get into what we've been up to this week. I've been up to a goddamn thing. What about you, Roy? Oh, uh, you know, um, yeah, what I have, I got my truck back, right? I was in a uh, truck accident and uh, my truck was in the shop. Was it a truck that hit you or just because you were in a truck? I was was in a truck and a car hit me. Okay. But I was at fault, everyone. It was my fault. And uh, it was in the shop for about four weeks and I got it back today. 
Well, then it only has one pinstripe on it. Now. It only has one pinstripe. So, uh, are you worried that, that it's going to veer to the left if you get going like a hundred miles an hour because of the? I assume that oh, those racing stripes it will affect the, the performance. The racing yeah. stripes are for racing, right? That's why they, they call are. them that. But I never race, so if if I go below seventy five, will I be okay? If you go below seventy five, your truck will explode, Roy. Unless what? you get Keanu Reeves on it. Oh, You've right. probably never and seen Sandra. the movie Speed. I ha- I actually haven't. You probably didn't know that that was the plot of the movie Speed. No, I did know that that was the plot. What, okay. what, and I also knew that they made sequels to that same same movie. Uh, it came out at a time in high school when I thought it was more interesting to watch Harold and Maude. Mm-hmm. It was know, pretty interesting to watch Harold and Maude. Like that, and Clockwork Orange. And mm-hmm. I want to watch something that teaches me about life. When you were going through... Yeah. <laughs> you wanted to watch something that taught you about life, like A Clockwork Orange? Or, yeah, yeah. Or Harold and Maude? What did Harold and Maude teach you about life? You could marry whoever you want or have sex with whoever you want. It could be an old lady. could be a lady that's your age. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be a young guy. Mm-hmm. could be an old guy. You know, just be happy. If you want to sing out, sing out. And if you want to be free, be free. Mm-hmm. That's what it's See, what me. I learned is that everything you fuck dies real soon. Oh. Mm-hmm. Or commit suicide, I mean, that's, that's happened with every... Spoiler like, alert. It's happened with every, like, cantaloupe <laughs> in my yeah, experience. Yeah. They don't last very long even if you don't fuck it's them. It's just though. that you drop it and it falls off the balcony and <laughs> splatters yeah. on the ground. It's only it's only fun if you, if you fuck it on the balcony because... Well, there's, there's that element of risk. You. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 it's like having sex in dangerous places. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what do you say we? What do you say we help some people? Sure. <laughs> or do you want to tell some more stories about what you've been doing this no. week? Because I don't. Oh well, we didn't tell the most important part about the cat's cat's testicles that we got back oh, labeled uh, casseroles, pride and joy. Yeah, that uh, they've been in my freezer for ten years. <laughs> We were uh, we were gonna feed them to him because we thought it would make him really powerful, but then we couldn't uh, bring ourselves to actually do it. Actually, I I think we mostly thought that it really grossed people out when we told them that that part of the story mm-hmm. that we were gonna feed them. I actually made a p- piece of artwork about that same story, mm-hmm. but in the story, the cat actually eats his own nuts. Yeah. Does he become yeah. Does he become more powerful than the protagonist? No, I've, I've never. Which I'm continued. assuming is John Arbuckle. <laughs> sure. I could even imagine. I do remember you daring me or saying, "If you eat one, I'll eat one." You know, and and you're pretty serious about it. You're yeah. like, uh, "Here's a cracker. We can totally do this." Yeah. Well, I mean, that's better than what I usually suggest when I pull out a cracker. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all right. Let's uh, let's get to some questions and help some people. We do, our, our lives our lives are boring. You know what's what's really important well, we're, we're, is other people's lives. Oh, you don't want to tell about you and what no, you're I haven't doing. Done, I haven't done anything. You've been working and yeah, stuff. Yeah, just been working. That's it. No, there's there's stuff. No. Mm, okay. No. Yeah. All, right, all right. Well, you know, I've been working on part, partly. What I've been working on is a new project that we'll we'll tell you guys about later. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> You know, as payment for the awesome cocktail suggestion, we're going to read KP's question first. And by we, I mean Roy. Okay. KP says, I'm afraid that if I bear a child, I will end up with a doughy stomach and flippity floppity breasts. If I were to adopt, I'd be afraid that I'd end up with a child who has inherent evil written in their DNA and that they will turn out creepy or rapey. If I don't have children, I'm afraid I'll lead a lonesome existence. Which should I do? Additional info, I'm married and in my late 20s. And KP also tells us that her favorite cocktail is the French 75. 
There's definitely a chance you'll get a doughy stomach and flippity-floppity titties. Sure, but it might be worth worth the risk, right? Sometimes you don't, though. There yeah. was that one girl that we knew from the bar who was super hot even though she had a kid. She was very hot. Yeah. Yeah, and her breasts got larger. Yeah, they got larger, but they were still perky. Yeah, they were. So that might happen. Although she was probably 17 when she had a kid, so... She wasn't 17. Maybe she was 18. No, she was at the bar. She was serving. She was older than us at the time. And oh, we I were 24. I was talking about a different girl. Oh, you actually, were. The one that I was that talking about that, the bartender. Yeah, no, no. That girl was pregnant while she was tending bar. Yeah. Uh, no. I felt we, shitty we about didn't smoking see in there. We didn't see... Yeah. Yeah, wow. That was when you could still smoke in bars, kids. Yeah, yeah. And we would just blow it right in that pregnant lady's yeah. face. I remember her having, like, I, really never long did that. fingernails. What? She had, like, oh. Lee press-on nails that were, like, mm. six inches long. Right. And I was like, how's she gonna... How's she gonna massage a baby with those fingers? Oh, I think she probably got rid of the fingernails. Oh, I thought you were gonna say she probably hired somebody else to massage her baby. Oh, to be a wet nurse. That wasn't even who I was talking about. I oh, was talking about okay. that girl that we knew who was like had used to date that guy that I worked with, who uh, she had a kid. She had a kid that was like three or four, and she was probably twenty-two. Oh yeah, yeah, still, yeah, she yeah. Was, she was she in was great super shape. hot. You don't, uh, you don't, you don't always get that though. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes it. And I, you know, I don't know. Maybe downstairs she was just ruined. Right. Oh, I, I mean, know. it could have just been like a holocaust in the a holocaust in the panties. Wow, that is a terrible description. Well, what? It just means like when everything is destroyed. Sure, uh-huh. like a fire that destroys yeah. everything. Um, like a vagina fire. <laughs> I think it's uh, you know, it's, like it's kind of worth the fire. risk. You also have the 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 biological compulsion to have children, don't you? I think it goes Isn't away after a while. Really? I can see what you mean about adoption. You know, a lot of people say, oh, I would adopt a kid. And I like I dated this girl who was adopted. And she was all like, if we ever have kids, we should adopt. And I was like, fuck no. I'm not really? going to love that kid. I'm not you even feel sure. like you wouldn't? Yeah. I'm not even sure I would love a kid if I had it. I'd just be like, ah, god damn, this kid is taking up a lot of my time and money. Right, and and right, before right, this, an inheritance. before this, his his mom's vagina was awesome. And now it's all Holocaust. <laughs> That's what I would think. I would think you, you, you came through my fun hole and you just shredded it on the way out. Wow. That is what I would, that is what I would think every time I saw that kid. You blame a child. Yeah. So, so you. See, an adopted kid, I probably wouldn't blame for that. Uh Uh-huh. But boy, I, I, boy, would I just look at it and think, uh, whose kid are you? Who the fuck is this kid? That's Why am I paying for this kid's dental work? That's what I would think. Because you never know when you adopt. You adopt, maybe their teeth are all fucked up. You don't know. Babies don't have teeth yet. Right, right. Yeah, that's that's a good point. So you're saying don't adopt. Yeah, don't adopt. (laughs) Because you don't know what the teeth might be. Yeah. Well, and I mean, like she says, if he turns out to be a creepy murderer, who knows, man, if he has like sharp vampire teeth. Sure, but you're assuming that that's written in his DNA. Or I guess she's assuming that it's written in, in the baby's DNA that might be creepy or rapey. I don't think creepy and rapey are on the same level. There are plenty of people who are creepy that are not rapey. Well, sure, but they're both things you don't want your baby to be. Sure. But is a baby creepy? Or rapey? Is a baby baby ever rapey? Well, you don't want it to turn out to be creepy. I mean, I've seen creepy babies. I don't Uh think I've ever seen a rapey baby, but I never, like, you know, what do babies do when there there aren't adults around? Like the Muppet babies, they got into all kinds of hijinks and shit. Yeah, they did. What if one of them had been rapey? Like Animal? Oh man, yeah, that seems right. Rapey like, animal. What do you even do? Muppet baby. Uh, one time, I uh, I, w- one time, I got this uh, because I thought this was funny. 
Um, I got this little like rubberized uh, toy version of animal from like a fast food restaurant Mm -hmm. that was for sale and he was holding drumsticks but they didn't uh, cast the drumsticks at all proportionally and so it just looked like he was holding these two severed cocks (laughs) <laughs> they were just totally shaped in size relative to animal like erect penises and they were supposed to look like wood so they were just like a kind of a like a you know beige like wood yeah yeah um, anyway, I thought and then was... did you repaint them so that they were veiny? No, I didn't. I should have. Oh. Do you I, still I have it? I worked with this guy who spent a lot of time like painting uh, miniatures for, oh, for tabletop sure? war gaming. I should have said, "Ah, oh, could you had him do that? Could you uh, paint some veins on these dongs?" Yeah, because that guy probably also knows what dong veins look like. Sure. Yeah, close yeah. up. Yeah, I'm guessing he paints a lot of dong veins on his L on his regular dong. Yeah. Oh yeah! Wow. <laughs> Oh, that's he, what he I takes the you veins. Meant. He takes the veins on his dong, and, se- and then he paints tiny them. veins on them so that they look like individual dongs. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. And then, and then the when a girl comes dong. over, he's like, "Hey, check you, out my super you, dong. You ready? You ready? <laughs> you ready to get fucked by Voltron?" <laughs> <laughs> the six dongs become one. Yeah. Um, so you know, here's the thing: I want kids, but. I also really, really like Don't want to have them. my life without kids. I always want mm-hmm. kids in five years. Right now, like... But you said that five years ago. I know. That's the thing. I always want kids in five years, no matter mm-hmm. how long ago it was. Maybe I, tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe five years from tomorrow. Let's say that. Mm-hmm. I just start putting it off ahead of time. You're talking about having a kid. Yeah. What we're, are you going to do, We're thinking man? about trying this year. I am super scared. <laughs> but I also feel it's one of those things that you know i need to experience and try mm-hmm. what yeah. if you hate it you can't like send it back no you can't you can't put it back i mean back so like I, one of the things that i felt like like earlier this year i thought you know what i've never tried a skewer with four duck hearts on it that's one of the things i should probably try so i ordered it at the restaurant but mm-hmm. the thing is if i hadn't liked it i could have just sent it back right i could have been like fuck these duck hearts I don't want them. And you're saying eating duck hearts is like maybe having a baby. Yeah, except that you can send the duck hearts back. Yeah, this is disgusting. <clears throat> They're pretty duck good. Hearts. They're pretty good, by the way. Oh, really? So, you know, maybe you should have a kid. Okay. Because, I mean, every time I try something new, it's great. Sure. But um, what about the flippity-floppity breasts? I mean, that, they kind of sound more fun that way. I don't know if I Flippity-floppity breasts. Sure, they sound fun. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's a shame that that which sounds fun does not always feel the most fun. fun feel fun bag fun uh, what is that from that's from some movie the things that yeah yes it's from it's from mary poppins is it she never had any babies that's why her uh who played mary poppins uh dick van dyke that's why her dick van dyke's stomach not doughy at all dick yeah. van dyke's breasts not even a little bit flippity yeah. floppity yeah that is what i'm afraid of is that that you'll uh, get flippity yeah. floppity breasts i kind of have the the beginning of a, a little uh a little bit little of man softy boobs. yeah yeah mm-hmm. you should uh you should go to the gym <clears throat> no you know what you're gonna do you should me? have it you should have a kid you should have three kids and then juggle them oh you, right. you'll burn a lot yeah. of calories that way Plus, mm-hmm. you can cross a bridge that will only support the weight of you and one of your kids. Oh, right. That's good. In case you ever need to cross that bridge, that, which you it will would be dangerous, and I'd want to protect them, you'd save so their you lives. Need, you need to practice. Yeah. You need to start learning to juggle those kids as soon as possible. Okay. Should we, uh, should we move on to another question? I think, uh, I think we've dispensed all the possible sure. vectors of wisdom yeah, yeah. We, on the having a kid's thing. We have another lady that wrote in uh, who says, Amber sounds like a slutty name. Should I start being slutty? Amber. Depends on how old you are. 
If you are 16 or less, yes. If you are older than or 16, less? no. Oh. Because it's really? forgivable. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can say, oh, man, I was so slutty oh, when I was in high school. Oh, because when you turn 18. Yeah, but it's like later on, it, when you, like if you're somebody's grandma and you're telling your grandkids, oh, I was so slutty in my 50s. Yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, they won't want like, to You know can totally that. say you were slutty in grade school. I'm so slutty right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do, slutty do, grandma. Do any of your whippersnapper friends want to get busy? Because I am a slutty grandma. I'm a gilf. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. That I wouldn't say 16 and under. I would say 16 to 18. Oh, 16 to 18 16 is the right 24. time to be slutty. <clears throat> See, 16 to 18 is know. when you're the most likely to be able to ensnare like a 19-year-old guy and get him sent to jail. So if you don't like somebody, you can be all like, hey, baby, what's up? Ha <laughs> ha, there's a cop in my closet. <laughs> yeah, you'll end up on a, you'll be famous. You'll be on a TV show. Yeah, with... Uh, Chris whatever Baltimore yeah I don't know that guy's name I don't know I've never seen a show I don't, Tyler, I don't want to see it Tyler, Tyler Perry, Perry. <laughs> yeah um <clears throat> what else uh okay my friends are always telling me I dress weird and look homeless and stuff should I invest in the stock market barf shark hmm maybe uh I, with a name like barf shark I'm assuming that's not the this person's given name I'm also gonna Say barf shark sounds more like a boy's name. You think it's a boy? I, I that that would be my guess. You don't see a lot of homeless women. You see some. You see some. Everyone's mostly in a while. men. One time, a homeless woman on the bus uh, made fun of me. She asked me what my major was, and I told her that my major was psychology. And she was like, <laughs> just turned around. <laughs> really? She didn't want to talk to you? Yeah. Or ask you for a dollar? No. Nope. Nothing? Yeah, she oh, she like, assumed you didn't, yeah, you didn't I didn't have a, a, I didn't have a dollar, that dollar I more than I. Yeah, that's, that's what she assumed. <laughs> oh, wow. <clears throat> I don't so know, man. Should, should he invest in the market? I mean, he says that he looks homeless, but he's not. I went and talked to I went and talked to my investmentsman the other day. Really? You have uh, one of those? Yeah, my mom made me do it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh she, she he was he said, "Here's what I think we should do." And then made me a he 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 drew me a picture of how he was like he was started it a, a cock. He, he started this yes it was. He started the description of, "All right, have you ever seen a grown man naked?" <laughs> and when I said no, he pulled his pants down and then said, "All right, now I want you to draw a picture of what you see." Yeah. Uh so he he asked me if I had ever seen the Roadrunner and Coyote cartoons. <laughs> and I said, "Yes." He was like, so let's imagine Acme Corporation. Uh-huh. It's like invest in me, Acme. Yeah, they I, make everything. I, it, it is as though he decided to give me the lecture that you would give to like an eight-year-old that you're trying to explain sure. how the stock market works. Oh, he didn't know <laughs> that you weren't eight. I guess that's true. I do look pretty young. I shaved. I shaved uh, that morning yeah. because I didn't want to. Normally, when I go into a place to meet with a person like this, uh, I can I can just see the receptionist reaching under the desk to hit the silent alarm <laughs> to call <laughs> security. Because I don't look like I belong in those big skyscrapers filled with investment. This guy is wearing shorts and has some kind of sandal on. Yeah, I put put on a whole pant. Oh, you did? uh, You weren't wearing shorts and suspenders, maybe? Ooh. No, I was actually wearing one of those. A propeller beanie? I was wearing a barrel with suspenders because (laughs) I was like, oh, the economy, am I right? Yeah, that's terrible. When I walked in. Yeah, Uh, that's a little financial humor. Anyway, and then he went to to, explain to me the thing that he thinks that I should do with my money instead Mm -hmm. of anything that is at all comprehensible. And I was like, sure. 
Sure. You want some more money? I got some more money here. Wait, wait, wait. <clears throat> okay, so how does the Acme Corporation fit into this? Well, it's like, let's say that you bought so many shares of stock at such and such a price. And now what we do is we sell people the option to buy this stock from us in the future at some different price. And then later on, we can either oh, buy it back or they can gambling. buy it back. Yeah, yeah, but that's fine. I'm, I'm up for gambling. Okay. I, I thought he, you were going to tell me that he had some kind of... Uh, it's a foolproof system. All right. So first you buy one share of stock. And if that loses value, you sell it and buy two shares of stock. And if that loses value, you sell it and buy three shares of yeah, stock. it's foolproof. Yeah. No, I thought you were going to say that four. he had some kind of a mobile hole that, that he pulled out of an envelope and then put on the floor and then you put your money in it. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, What he did was he uh, put a refrigerator on some skis <laughs> and then... <laughs> He used that to ski everywhere by yeah. defrosting the freezer. And you swiped your credit card and that made it go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he was like, yeah, I think basically I think you should gamble with your savings. Like, OK. I'm like, but it seems like in this case, we're the house and they're the people that are gambling. Right. So odds are we make a slight profit over time. And he was like, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. And he was probably yeah, just saying whatever yeah, it took. I don't know. He to, was saying whatever it took to get, to get, get me to number. sign some papers and leave. Sure. To get my pin number. Yeah. Maybe he was just a grifter. This yeah. was, it was, his office was in an alley, which I uh -huh. thought was kind of weird. Was his desk a cardboard box? Yeah. 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 No. Don't, Bar Shark, don't invest to, with a guy like that. He asked me when I came in, he was like, you want some coffee? And I said, yes. And then he just handed me a, a can of Sterno. I'm like, uh, that's, yeah, no, 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 thanks. I actually uh -huh. forgot. I already had some coffee today. Oh, because it, it was assumed that you had your own coffee mm -hmm. in your own cup and then you were yeah, just, just heating it, it over there. I, yeah. I think he was actually drinking the Sterno. Oh, I see. He was okay. probably trying to protect himself. Why would against, he call it uh, coffee? The Andromeda strain. That sounds like something stronger. What do they call it? It's more squeeze. like an eye opener. I think they call it squeeze. Squeeze? Yeah. That's what it, that's like what on the street? Sterno if you're drinking it. Really? It's yeah, on the squeeze. well, more on the boxcar railway street. Okay, that's kind of like but a street outside, for trains. Outside of home. Yeah, I don't. I'm not just saying that's what I call it. Well, I don't know. I've never heard of squeeze. Mm -hmm. I mean, did you read this on from some of the hobo signs or something? Yeah, on the um, front of your house, and also from the Andromeda strain. Oh, they're okay. trying to figure out why uh, th there was a baby that survived uh, the Andromeda strain mm -hmm. because he was a rapist, as it turns out. Oh, okay. and there was a homeless man who kind, uh, kind survived of creepy it. homeless guy. Because he had a lot of good investments. I see. Do we have any more questions? Yes, we do. <clears throat> um, how would you go about choosing an edged weapon? Grimlock. Whatever's handy, you know. Normally, normally, um, like, maybe you've got, like, a toilet brush, and you spend a bunch of time sharpening the toilet brush. Uh, Bristles? Ooh. No. Wow. You can make it into, like, a morning star with all sorts of tiny spikes. If you if you individually sure, but sharpen most each of those bristle. are plastic, right? How you are you going to sharpen them? Like on a pencil ones. sharpener? They, plastic toilet brushes don't work on prison toilets. We're in prison, right? I don't know. Grimlock doesn't say. Hmm. But okay, let's let's. You're in prison. Yeah. Whatever's handy is my answer. What's your answer, Roy? Um. Well, all I know is that whatever kind of knife I'm going to choose, first time I use it, someone's going to tell me that. It isn't a real knife, and then they're going to show me what a real knife is. Ooh, and then you take and that And that's one. disappointing. You stab them with your knife and say, real enough to stab and then you, you take it. and then you yes. take their knife. And then you have you an edge weapon. That. You keep fighting and, batter and, and you batter keep up. Australians yeah. until finally you say, you pull out the knife, and the Australian says, ah, oh, fuck, mate, and runs away. <laughs> yeah. And then you know you've got the right knife. Exactly. 
Yeah. yeah. Just just uh, trade up like that guy who uh, got an apartment through Craigslist. Oh, from a paperclip. He yeah. traded from a paperclip to mm-hmm. an apartment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do that. Only yeah. with knives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My brother-in-law once, um, when he was really drunk, he came home and uh, he uh, is really into watching infomercials. And there was an infomercial for a set of knives that you could get for $140. But the set of knives wasn't, say, like, this is a set of knives for your kitchen or this is a set of knives for your armory. It was two samurai swords and then maybe a dozen different types of knives of a dozen each. So it was different types of boxes as if you were going to start up a little knife store Mm -hmm. and they're all individually wrapped. And he still has them. He gives them away as his gifts. Are they good? Uh, no. I have to imagine that they're not. I think. I know, but it's one was called the Old Yeller, and I thought that you, was pretty cool. If you want a quality samurai sword, I think you need to talk to Hattori Hanzo. I think you don't. Yeah. You don't get those from an infomercial. But he's not gonna make one of those just for anyone. You know, I have a kind of a knife story. You do uh, from back where from back in the town where we grew up in. Uh, I was hanging out with a couple of where guys. Where you grew up in? Well, no, where where you and I lived. Oh, okay. we, neither of us grew up. We there. didn't grow up there. But I'm just. But the listeners don't. Where we met? The, yeah, we're, the town where we met. Yes. We went to high school. Uh, I was hanging out with a couple of Roy's friends who I didn't know particularly well, and uh, we decided that we were going to form a band, and we were trying to come up with what our band's gimmick <laughs> oh, was going to be. But I wasn't there. You weren't there. Yeah. No, no that's the thing. I was I was just getting drunker and drunker because I was, didn't know these guys. Mm-hmm. We decided we were going to form a band, and our band's gimmick was going to be that we were like we were like domestic terrorists or like pranksters. So we're like, this was back when domestic terrorism was thought of as a cool thing. Funny, yeah, it was cool. We were going to be like the monkey wrench gang, and what we wanted to do was we were mad. We had been talking about how lame it was that the bar had installed these motion detectors. So we're like, ah man, let's cut that wire and see if we can make the make the alarm go off. Like I don't know why we thought that would happen. I mean, because it seems like, well, because if you, you were, were like, pretty drunk, right? if you were like That's... a cat burglar, sure. the first thing you'd do is cut the wire to the motion detector. So right. you'd think that they but would have But it's always clearly that. labeled. Yeah. Motion detector. Right. Yeah. Every, at every inch, it says motion detector mm-hmm. on yeah. the wire. So anyway, I, uh, I pulled out my trusty leather man, which I had on me, and I at handed it to the guy across the table from me. And I'm like, all right, dude, cut the wire. And he, uh, he, he reaches under the table and he cuts a wire. <laughs> And the motion detector doesn't, you know, nothing changes. There's still the light on the motion detector. It gets slightly quieter because <laughs> um, we realized that what he had done was cut the electrical cord for the speaker uh-huh. that was up in that uh, up in that corner of the bar. And I'm, he was like, oh, God damn it. He was like, let me try again. And he uh, and reaches down and does it again. The light goes off on the motion detector. We're like, is the alarm going to go off? Is the alarm going to go off? And he says, uh, guys, <clears throat> we got to get out of here right now. Like what? Nothing happened. He's like, no, I, we really got to get out of here. Uh, and, and it turned out that what had happened is that in cutting the wire, he had just buried my knife in his thigh. Up uh, to the hill? Up to the hill. Yeah. Like really? it, he pulled it out, he pulled it out and handed it back to me and there was blood up all the, like just the entire blade. I could wow. see the line where oh. the blood had stopped. And, uh, I was like, um, so one of them was just like, uh, Zach, do you have control of this situation? And I was like, I 
guess. Oh, and he just left you? Yeah, and he left. He just he ran I'm, away. I'm out of the band. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, guys. This this isn't working out. We have creative differences. Um, so so the guy who said, I had this awesome bloody handprint on the windshield of my car for a long time. I remember um, that. It was great. Yeah. Uh, and he was, I was like, going to take him to the hospital. <laughs> and he was like, nah, just take me home. Take me home. My wife will take care of it. <laughs> You know, if I need to go to the hospital, my wife will do it. He was like, so I took him home and it was awesome. It was like in a sitcom. His wife is just like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> you were just going out drinking. You guys. <laughs> you guys and you're crazy stabbing each other in the legs, hijack. Uh, yeah. Did you guys ever record an album after that, that uh, practice session? No, we tried to record one song, but it didn't work at all. We went and hung out for a while. Uh, the guy who stabbed himself in the leg was trying to play a moog. Oh, oh, right, right. Because you you called yourselves the knobs. Oh yeah, we were gonna call ourselves the knobs. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there were a lot of knobs on the moog. Yeah, and he was gonna play the knobs, but he he couldn't be at practice very long because it hurt to stand up <laughs> from the injury. Yep. <clears throat> anyway, that band never went anywhere. Oh, that's too bad. Hey, uh, do you want to uh, read us a question? Uh, sure. Yeah, read us a question. Oh, from the well, thing. Give me the thing, man. Sure. Well, I thought a... you were looking at questions on your on your uh, device there. Omni writes, Hey, guys. First of all, love the show. I have a little issue. I recently broke up with my girlfriend. This is my third breakup after a long-time relationship, and I've noticed that I still haven't fully moved on. With other girlfriends, it took about three days of feeling pretty down, and then I moved on. It's been a few weeks now, and I still get that twinge of awkward sadness anger when I see her and the guy she was cheating on me with. Reason for the breakup. So do I just have issues, or is it reasonable to feel like this? Okay, so I'm guessing that the other two girls that you broke up with and didn't feel super bad about are girls that you broke up with because you didn't like them anymore instead of girls that you broke up with because they were cheating on you. So that's going to make a pretty big difference in the situation, right? That he chose to break up before and this time. Yeah, a girl that you like and that fucks you over like that because that is like the worst thing that somebody can do. Especially if yeah, you're young. I'm assuming, I'm assuming this guy's young. Because if he was, I feel like if this guy was in his 30s, he would just be like, eh, whatever. Yeah, that's my lot in life. He would have, he would have listened to Eminem, who teaches us. I do know one thing, though. Bitches, they come, they go. Huh. If you're breaking up with three girls, you can't be sad about the third one. Well, um, there's something in that question that, that, uh, that draws my attention, is that he's still seeing her and her new boyfriend. Yeah, that's a bad move. So, I mean, I would... You know, if you can, don't hang out with them. Don't right? go to those places. You're yeah. just going to make yourself yeah, sadder. Don't, yeah. In fact, move out of town. Move away? Burn, okay, so first, set a bunch of fires. Uh, make sure they can't be traced back to you. Don't, like, don't like take all the love poems that you wrote for her. Right, and set the fires like Using those, yeah, because they'll, they'll trace that shit back to yeah. you. They can do pen analysis. They, they can. And pen. fire analysis. Yeah. They can tell who set a fire. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't hang out with them if you can avoid it, because that's really shitty. I mean, if she is someone that you feel that you could be friends with or would want to be friends with, let a few years pass. And then if you, by chance, become friends again, then uh, that's good. Right? Yeah, but you're not going to. Sometimes that happens. It's happened <clears throat> to me. Has it a girl cheated on you, you broke up with her, and then years later you became friends? Oh, no. Yeah, I don't think that's no, ever happened to no. you or anyone else. No. Yeah. In fact, there's one girl that I feel very badly about. And, you know, six years later, I'm married. I don't ever want to see her again. Mm-hmm. I still don't. Cool. I avoid her at all all costs. If it's the girl I'm thinking about, I don't want you to see her either. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Dear Advice Hot Dog writes Julia from New Orleans. 
Uh, so I'm going to have to read this real fast because it's long. I graduated from college a year ago with a degree in English slash poetry creative writing. Although I've kept up reading poems, I've barely written a thing all year, and I'm working a shitty internet marketing job to pay my student loans. At the risk of sounding like an egotistical jerk, the work I've produced so far is of high quality. However, I feel that if I can't motivate myself to write outside of an academic achievement, it's probably a sign that I lack the passion and commitment to be a real artist. Both of you guys seem to be leading the kind of creative, interesting lives that I eventually want to live, so I thought you might have some useful insights. Is talent a good enough excuse to make, uh, good enough excuse to make a career out of art? Am I wasting my gift if I choose to do something else? Uh, hmm. <clears throat> you know, I feel like you and I had very different experiences of getting to the places that we are, where we both make a living doing creative work. Sure. Um, it wasn't like that. I used to really resent the idea that if you had the potential to do something and you weren't doing it, that you were somehow remiss, that you were squandering a gift mm -hmm. somehow. And I still don't really think that it's somehow socially irresponsible. I mean, to, to suggest that you're squandering a gift means that it's like sort of like, it's not like an ethically neutral thing. Like that implies that it is bad to waste something. That Sure, and there, there is an argument for that. You know... <sighs> The main thing that makes it so you can make a living creatively is not talent. The main thing is just busting your ass. Sure. Yeah. And not like nobody likes you anymore because all you do is work. That's how you make a living. Right. There is a lot of that. Um, as there, a creative person. There are also periods when you can't make yourself do it, right? I mean, that's not an excuse to not do work. But at those times, you just work on other stuff and you do new things. Right. Maybe. You mow the lawn. Sure. I mean, you think about it and agonizing about how you're not doing creative work is an important part of doing creative work, I think. Yeah, there is some of that. You're I mean, solving a lot of, you're it, solving it can a lot be of a problems trap, though. in the back of your head. Yeah, it's a trap if you do it for a year. So if she's yeah. doing it for a year, all right, you this is not working for you. Sure. Right? I mean, there is also the need to do it, right? If you really want to do it, you're really going to do it. Yeah. Right. You're going to do it regardless of whether it's your job or not, because, say, I, I do have a creative job uh, and I really enjoy it, but it's not what um, I set out to do as far as my artwork goes, because I, right. I produce artwork work and, you know, that's really important to me. But I still do that work when I can. Your, not a, your not only when your I can, I, I do it to uh, draw a bunch of things that I tell you to draw and then sure. change them according to my sure. my feedback. Um, Make this twice as big, Roy. You know, it's it's more about incorporating all of those things together. And it really is true. And, you know, I have times when when I'm busiest, I am getting more done. You know, the periods of time when I have very little to do, I get little done. You right. Know, it, extra time I don't use wisely. Yeah. It's when you have more to do that you start to organize these things a little bit more effectively. You know, if you're working some shitty job to pay back your student loans, you're probably just out of college and it yeah. doesn't necessarily kick in that early, right? Sure. I mean, it's, you're allowed to uh, sort of relax for a little bit. But <clears throat> the unhappier you are with that situation, the more likely you are to take some of that unhappiness and funnel it into some actual sure. work. It means that you have to do that work if you're unhappy with it, yeah. right? I mean, you I never got it. more done than when I was working a day job and I spent the entire day job wishing that I could be at home mm -hmm. doing the creative work that I wanted to be doing and then I would just go home and do it until I couldn't stay awake anymore. Right. And then just repeat that every single day. Right. You know, and it was... And uh, honestly, sometimes it pays off and many times it doesn't. 
Yeah, but it, especially it's if also, it's, especially if you're talking about being a poet, right? Like, there's not a true, lot of difficult. not a lot of ways to make money as a poet, mm-hmm. and there's not a lot of, you know, I feel like the world can sustain a handful of poets. You know, sure, sure, but but the thing be is, good. is that if you believe that this is uh, quality work, um, then you need to have people reading it. Well, I mean, right? her mom says it's good quality. Sure, I mean, she said that uh, the people that she wor- workshops it with and her professors uh, think it's quality work. Mm-hmm. So then that means that maybe uh, there are other people in publishing that might think it's interesting. Sure, or maybe. you know, there there are also because of the internet, there are lots of networks for creative writing that exist now. So you have to put in the time for people to see what you're producing. You might also consider publishing your poetry on a little website called Live Journal. Sure. Yeah. I hear it's popular in Russia. It is. Can you write poetry Live in journal? Russian? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess there was something where Ru- Russia there was some denial of service attack based in Russia on Live Journal and it was like why are they why do they care? And it's like R- Russian like politicians use Live Journal to really? like communicate with their constituencies and stuff. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't I don't know. know that. I don't know that it's actually interesting. Um, there's one thing that I, I want to say here that uh, one of my college professors told me. Um, he was one of my, my uh, sculptor instructor. Uh, he told me that your job as an artist is to make work and show it to other people. It wasn't just to make work. You know, I've met a lot of people in my life that tell me, oh, I only make artwork for myself. And, you know, that's fine for you to do that. But um, I feel that part of it, if you have the need to create the work, you also have, um, I don't know, saying a duty is a little bit um, strong, but there is something to that. You do need to put it out further than just, you know, your eyes. Hmm. I don't know. It's a thing. Yeah, I agree with you. Although a lot of people's writing, you know, <clears throat> a lot of things that would have been diaries 10 years ago are blogs now. And sure. is the world richer? I mean, it probably is. The world is probably richer because of that. The, well, you know, the for things every... that are really good do rise. Yeah, off, like off like of that, a right? like a fine dough. Sure, doughy stomach. Mm-hmm. Okay. Before we wrap this up, we're gonna uh, we're gonna deal with one more question here, and uh, not really gonna deal with this question so much as tell you how to deal with this question your damn self. Steve writes, "What are your opinions on Minecraft? Have either of you played it? I have some friends online who are saying I should get it, and they have a server up, but 15 euros is quite a lot when I'm paying with the Canadian dollar, even though it's above the U.S. dollar at the time I write this. Then again, some games are 60 bucks now anyway. What say you? Mine. What I say." is don't ask us this ask the other podcast that i do the other part of the hot dog network video mm-hmm. games hot dog video games hot dog uh, and because i'm way less picky about a website than i expect roy to be uh, videogameshotdog.com actually is a website already oh uh, it is? it's very placeholder but uh, i had it there so that people could download episodes of the show before it got approved by itunes oh, but it okay. did get approved yesterday so the show is up on itunes that's cool. me and a couple of the other guys that i work with uh and we talk about video games, and it's great. Yeah, uh, but I've, I've listened to it. I am going to tell you, fucking just buy Minecraft. It, like, it would be a deal if it cost $100. Really? Yeah. Okay. It is fucking great. And yeah. if you're at all interested in it, you will love it. Like, it it's looks just, pretty neat. It's great. I, I, I really like <clears throat> how it looks. But yeah, go ahead and give uh, Video Games Hot Dog a uh, listen. You should mention the Twitter for Video Games Hot Dog. Oh, uh, yeah. The Twitter for Video Games Hot Dog is VG Hot Dog. Mm-hmm. At, at VG Hot Dog. Uh, I'm VG Hot Dog is staying the fuck away from Facebook. Fuck that noise. Oh, really? You're not I had to stop make a using. Facebook I had page? to stop using Facebook. Really? Yeah, I couldn't stop myself from getting into arguments with people. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. And I just, eh, yeah. that's not doing anybody any good. 
Well, uh, you know, I, I don't read a lot of things that people put out on Facebook. And, you know, if I disagree with it, I, I don't respond. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't say like or, you know, sometimes I, I put like on stuff, but I'm also very um, nervous about Facebook tracking me. So I don't really put anything out on Facebook. I do mm -hmm. for the podcast, but not right. personally. You're not worried about them tracking the podcast? Not really. I mean, no. I guess the people who work at Facebook could use our advice as much as anybody else can. Sure. Yeah, they could. Let's say that you are Mark Zuckerberg and you wanted to ask us a question. How would you go about doing that? You would uh, leave a post on our Facebook page. He's familiar with that. It's Advice Hot Dog on Facebook. What if you were Shaquille O'Neal and you wanted to ask us a question? Such as, wah, wah, wee, wah, what song is this? Yes. Uh, you would write at Advice Hot Dog using Twitter. What if you were famous baseball player Larry Emailerson Larry Emailson would probably want to write an email to advicehotdog at gmail.com and uh, what if you were George Lucas and you were trapped on an island with only a telephone you would have to dial 769-218-9225 or if you uh, want to remember that differently it would be Roy 218 Zach, Z-A-C-K. R-O-Y, 218-Z-A-C-K. Oh, yes. I, I assume that people know how to spell Roy. But, and you know, you know R-O-Y is the spelling for Roy. If you want to send us a postcard, or if you want to send us a box of, uh, maybe like a box of condoms, uh, sure. you can send those to P.O. Box 41774, Mesa, Arizona. Uh, eight, uh, oh, right. Uh, eight, uh, 85274. 85274. Yeah, please yeah. don't send any... Uh, airborne diseases don't send a used condom filled with an std yes or just a used condom of any kind even if you're sure that it doesn't have an std i do appreciate it though i don't don't send those so uh anything else you'd like to do before we wrap this one up sure before we toss sure this one in the i, I want to do a, a little uh cross contamination here oh yeah yeah i i think you should mention uh the the website that yeah. you have you know, I know, uh, I know a lot of you listeners are thinking, you know, Advice Hot, Dog is, Advice Hot Dog is great, but Advice Hot Dog doesn't provide me with a way to give you guys any money, mm -hmm. any of that cold, hard dinero, exactly. any of that Keep it going. scritch, scratch moolah. That's what the kids call Scr it these scritch, days. Scritch, scratch. Hey, man, do you have any uh, scritch, scratch that I could borrow? And they say no, and then you say, you are a jive turkey, yeah. is what you are with your lack of scritch, scratch moolah. Uh, so yeah, you know, in case in case you you're you're into that, uh, I, uh, I I run a company that makes a video game called The Kingdom of Loathing, and I think a lot of our uh, audience is uh, is people who came to us from Kingdom of Loathing. Sure, and thank you, you very much. Let's say you wanted to let's say you wanted to play a video game that I've been doing some of the writing and all the artwork and a bunch yeah, of programming very, and design for artwork. for the last like eight years, and it's an awesome video game, and it's mm -hmm. free to play, but you can get some extra stuff if you give me some money. You yeah. should go to kingdomofloathing.com. Yeah, that's excellent. What if they wanted to give you some money, Roy? Uh, they could go to fuzzyballsapparel.com and they could look at some uh, cute and creepy t-shirt designs that I've made. Do you sell any mantis? I do sell some mantis. So far, I only have one pair of mantis, but I do have several pairs of panties. Do you personally wear every pair of mantis that you send out? Every, oh, yes, I do. If, if people want that, I do that. So it's like a Japanese schoolgirl thing, only sure. with you. Uh-huh. And Mantis. Yeah, and it's a picture of me giving the thumbs up with mm. both thumbs. Oh, you even send them a picture? 
Yeah, yeah. If they if if they request the use Manti, I have a picture that says who has two thumbs and has worn these mantis and it's me with my thumbs up how do you prove my... that it's the same pair of mantis do you leave a do you leave a distinct and unique stain on each one so that i do they can compare yeah it to, uh, i make my my photo? mark mm-hmm. cool yeah no and i also hold a newspaper in the photo and i send them the newspaper with the mantis that proves it mm. mm-hmm. but that you could do that you could just buy a bunch of copies of the same newspaper no no i can't you can't. No. All oh, right, because they know that. that you live in a state where there's a law that you're only allowed to buy two copies of a given yeah. newspaper a, a day. Because there's yeah. not enough to go yeah. around. And I also want to give a funny plug here. Um, I was looking at someone's blog, uh, someone that I met a few years ago, and he sent me a link to his blog, and it is awesome. It is an art blog where he posts different pictures that he draws, um, I think, almost every day. And they're really, really funny. Very simple, uh, but well-drawn. It's called stalebagel.tumblr.com. Check out his shit. It's really good. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, do we have any other business to take care of? Do we have any other house cleepings? No, no, no house cleepings. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. No stinger. Do we want a stinger? Oh, shit. Shit. We forgot the stinger. We forgot the stinger. Is it? Is it better? Is it better to say shit or fuck? Didn't somebody once ask whether you... Uh, yeah. Okay. Somebody once asked us, do you roll the toilet paper over the front of the roll or exactly. off the back of the roll? Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's going to be our stinger. Right not, that we were, not that we were prepared for that at all. Over the front of the roll. Jesus Christ. What is the matter with you? Yeah. Uh, I agree with that. Because... Well, why, why are you so upset about it? I don't know. It just you, seems you so don't know? wrong. Why does it seem wrong? I don't know. You know, it's one of those things like where you learn how some people wipe their ass standing up. Yeah, we got into a discussion about this uh, yesterday, and in the office, there's someone there who stands up and wipes their ass. But see, I also don't know at what extent you stand up. Do you stand up completely? Or are you like because I'm a sitter. Masked. You know, I'm I'm being honest here. I'm I'm a sitter. I'm a leaner and then a sitter. A leaner. Well, yeah, you know, because I don't want to. You lean to poop and then you sit to wipe. Yes, I do. Because you're always pooping in the trash can. I next try to. The poop while standing and then i sit to wipe i usually try to poop on my way to the bathroom just to save time sure yeah yeah just in a plastic bag and yeah, then so you then, tie it up and you uh throw it yeah from the, the, fly- front the flying toilet yeah yeah mm-hmm. it doesn't work as well in a city it'll no, usually but, hit somebody's living room window sure but but then they have a plastic bag that they can use oh yeah yeah, yeah. and i realize this is a real thing so i don't want any corrections about it or how it's a terrible you know yeah, because we don't think care. that happens. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't care. I just know about it. But that's why I'm making jokes about it. Well, everybody, um, this has been Advice Hot Dog. This has been Advice Hot Dog. Thanks a lot for listening. Uh,